I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. So there's this Wall Street Journal article came out on January 2nd that's been getting a lot of play, interviewing some people who were behind the initial creation of 401k, which was created by a law in 1978. And these people saying they regret the shift to 401k. They don't think it's worked like it was supposed to, and it's actually made retirement worse. Okay, and I totally agree with them. See, I'm actually much more skeptical about this. The argument against 401k is basically that it has three significant problems as far as I see it. The first is a lot of people don't save enough. Sure. The second problem is that you're exposed to stock market risk. People tend to invest most of their 401k in stocks. And so if the stock market crashes when they're about to retire, they can be screwed. And I'm sure we all saw this in 2008, and we did. Uh, A lot of people lost their entire retirement savings. And then the third is high fees. A lot of 401ks, not all, but some, impose quite high management fees that can eat up a lot of the returns that you were supposed to get. That means profits for Wall Street instead of returns for you. There are real problems with the way retirement works now, but people sort of invent this past golden age of retirement where you retired at 65 and lived off your pension for the rest of your life, and it was very comfortable and easy. I think retirement's always been a little bit messy, and it's just messy in a slightly different way than it used to be. I think that that's true. It's always been messy, but the way that we've decided to do it actually puts people's retirement money more at risk and has created an entirely new trillion and trillions of dollars pool for Wall Street to fuck around with. And it wasn't until um, last year that the Obama administration tried to pass rules forcing financial advisors who are handling retirement money to put their clients' interests first before their own interests. Now, these are all real problems. On the other hand, a lot of people used to have these defined benefit pensions, traditional pensions through work, where basically you work a certain number of years, you retire, and then you're guaranteed a payment of a certain amount each month. And those plans have mostly gone away. However, when I say a lot of people had them, I, I, I mean a lot. I don't mean most. At its maximum, about 40% of the workforce had a defined benefit pension plan through work. They tended to be offered by large companies. They never really covered people who worked in small companies. And then the other thing about them is that companies offered them and then they didn't put enough money in the plan to cover the promises that they'd made to people. And then if, if the investments went south or the company ended up in bankruptcy, then those people could be screwed in retirement. So in the 1970s, because these were real problems, Congress passed a law called ERISA, the Employee Retirement and Income Security Act. And that law basically says you can't fuck around with these pensions. If you're going to offer them to people, you have to fund them adequately. You have to have terms that are fair. And so that made pensions better. But then companies looked at this and said, well, shit, now that I actually have to fund the pension, it's not such a good deal for me. It's expensive to make promises like that you're going to send people a check every month for the rest of their lives. That's why a lot of companies decided to stop offering the pensions. If the pensions had to be good, then people didn't want to offer them. The question is whether or not the 401k, which is a market answer to this solution, was actually the right answer. I don't think that the old pension model necessarily was the best thing, but I just think that this new model it subjects people to, one, the market, two, the people who run the market, which I promise you are a bunch of scary people. Yeah, but any way you slice this with, you know, trying to fix 401k, trying to bring back, bring back defined benefit pensions, the, the broad problem is that retirement is fucking expensive. It's, it's mad. Ba- it's yeah. basically a 20-year vacation. And if you want to stop working at 65 and spend every day golfing and going to the early bird, that's going to cost a lot of money that you have to set aside in one way or another during your work life. You could use a defined benefit structure, but to actually fund that thing to pay for the promises that somebody's making to you, they have to set aside a lot of your paycheck in order to pay for that. What I think the 401k regret guys are more thinking about is not that there is no place for the market in this retirement scheme. It's that it has to be way more regulated and the 
people that are getting involved need to have their clients' interests at heart. And I think where fund flows are going on Wall Street right now, that is that is the trend. For example, you know, a lot more money is going into passive funds, which tend to have lower fees, index funds, which are more of a set it and forget it mechanism than active management, which means you've got a hedge fund guy sitting there pushing buttons, watching the portfolio all day. These are funds governed more by robots than by people. I I think the way forward is to address the three problems that I listed with, with 401ks, which is that people don't save enough money, that the fees are too high in a lot of cases, and that people are exposed to too much risk. And, and there are solutions to each of those things. The, the high fees, you could have the government come in and let people participate in the retirement plan that exists for federal employees, where they set aside money from their paychecks to invest. Um, fees tend to be better with large employers than with small ones, because it's expensive to administer a 401k with like 15 participants. There's a reason that they charge high fees for those. So if those small employers, instead of having to get their own plans, they could put their employees in a government plan that could have lower costs overall and would save employees money. To get people to save more, you could just make them save more. That's what they do in Australia. It seems even if you don't make people, but you make it automatic for them to save. You have the default option be that employers take money out of your paycheck and put it aside, and you have to go to HR and file a form to say, no, I don't want to save for retirement. I want to go buy a boat. The hardest part is the risk part, especially now with interest rates being really low. People don't like low-risk investments because they barely pay anything. If you invest in government bonds, you're, you're not getting a lot of interest, although with President Trump, we might start seeing higher interest. Um, yeah. So that's that's a real trade-off. And the sad thing is, in a low interest rate environment with low real returns to investment, you need to set aside more money now to retire later because you can't count on as much investment. That's the hardest thing to fix. But that's just as hard to fix with non-401k solutions. If you want to go promise people a benefit and say, we're going to go back toward a traditional pension style benefit, then you need to put more money in the fund backing that benefit because of the low interest rates. There's no way around the fact that low interest rates make it really expensive to save money now and retire later. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 